Auto dealerships are a $1.2 trillion business in the U.S. And despite that, many still say the model is broken. Name a retail experience that the general consumer despises more than purchasing a vehicle. As with many other categories of retail, car shoppers are also turning to the internet. More than 90% of consumers are going online at least some point in the process, even if only for research. And they're visiting fewer dealerships before buying. And for decades, car dealers have been trying to catch up. This is kind of the holy grail in the car business. Car makers like Tesla bypass dealerships entirely and sell directly to customers through their website. Others, like Carvana, sell used cars entirely online. Now, the heaviest heavyweight in e-commerce is entering the race. Hyundai is charging ahead with its EV ambitions, unveiling a new model, and we learned a short time ago, the company will be the debut seller of cars on Amazon. When you talk to Amazon, what's, what's really interesting is, is that they've got 150 million or so prime customers, and one of the top products that their prime customers are requesting to purchase online is an automobile. In the face of a potential threat from the online retail behemoth, shares of the major dealership groups and used retailers closed down somewhere between 4 and 8%, but they subsequently recovered. Any time you hear about Amazon entering any sort of retail sector, the initial fear is that, oh, these guys are going to be the next get, that get quote unquote Amazon, right? How committed Amazon is to car sales and how much it can influence the category remains to be seen. I question how much of this is a marketing and vaporware and how much of it is going to be truly transformational. Total size of both the new and used car sales market in the U.S. is somewhere between $2.5 and $3 trillion. Many of those consumers are going online. In a global McKinsey survey, one in three car buyers said they intended to not only research, but also buy online for their next car purchase, citing simplicity and speed as key drivers. It takes the average customer a little over about four hours to buy a car at the dealership. There's a lot of waiting. Jeff Dyke is the president of Sonic Automotive, one of the largest publicly traded dealership groups in the country and one of the parties involved in the program. You have to have the technology and the tool sets to go along with that to make the transaction easy. And those technologies from our definition of purchasing online really don't exist today. Um, they're not out there. There are a lot of a lot of dealers out there that claim that they exist, but when you really dig into it, there's still a lot of human intervention. Among Americans buying from dealerships, not direct sellers like Tesla and Rivian, about 5% shop entirely online. For ICE vehicle buyers, a larger share do part of the transaction online, like finding a vehicle and agreeing to a price, getting credit approval, or trade-in value. About 25 to 30% would like to be partially or all online. For EV buyers, that number climbs to 40%. According to Chris Sutton at JD Power, the addressable market for online car buyers is somewhere around 35%. If you consider that about 15.6 million cars sold in the US in 2023, that would be about 5.5 million vehicles. 
With an average transaction price of about $48,000, that comes out to about $262 billion. Legacy automakers are all trying to find ways to move sales, at least partially, online. GM started its Shop Click Drive platform for new vehicle sales and launched the Car Bravo site for used cars. Honda plans for sales of its Acura-branded EV lineup to be sold entirely online, starting with the ZDX in 2024. Ford CEO Jim Farley said at a conference in 2023 that fixed prices and totally online sales are the future. Volvo has said it is planning to sell cars entirely online by 2030. Dealers have been building up their online sales capabilities for years, a trend that accelerated during the pandemic. Tesla, Rivian, and other newer automakers, especially in the EV space, sell their vehicles direct to consumers. This makes up a relatively small share of total new vehicle sales. Through the third quarter of 2023, Tesla and Rivian together had sold about 530,000 units in the U.S., compared with an industry total of about 12 million vehicles up to that point. The Amazon-Hyundai partnership is the latest step in a collaboration that dates as far back as 2018, when the automaker installed what it calls a digital showroom on Amazon's website. There were three pieces to this latest announcement. First, Hyundai will use Amazon World Services, Amazon's massive cloud computing service for Hyundai's supply chain operations. Hyundai Cars will integrate the Amazon Echo Voice Assistant. And Hyundai dealers will be the first to sell cars through Amazon's website. They can choose the vehicle they would like to shop, they can choose the configuration, the, you know, the color, and actually the dealer they would like to uh, buy from. Uh, and they can check also, obviously, the price, the incentive, and everything else. About a year ago, we began talking about what it would look like to uh, sell new vehicles on the Amazon platform. And of course, with 150 million Prime customers, um, that got my attention immediately. This is beginning as a pilot program involving eight dealers who altogether own 18 dealership locations in five states. During the pilot period, sales are only open to Amazon employees, and the only lender available to customers online will be Hyundai Capital, the automaker's captive financing arm. If the customer doesn't qualify for a loan through them, their information will be sent to the dealer to explore other options. All final paperwork will still be signed at the dealership. Based on feedback, expansion of the program to the general public is expected sometime later in 2024. Dyke says Amazon has a relationship with a company called A2Z that is building a tool to allow consumers to purchase cars fully online. To me, that will be the first tool launched in this country that allows you to truly, by our definition, buy a car online and in an omni-channel experience. Amazon also has a council made up of large and small dealers to ensure the company is accounting for their needs across a range of topics. There are committees overseeing different aspects of the car buying process, a finance committee, trade-in committee, and so on. The plan is to provide one price transactions without the familiar negotiation process. Customers can then pick up their vehicles in a dedicated Amazon section of their local dealership. Amazon said the pilot is a test and the plan is subject to change. Amazon has piloted programs before. Its grocery business was a pilot in Seattle for several years before the company bought Whole Foods and started building Amazon Fresh stores. If it becomes more clear that the company can have an impact and that it can be a large significant business within Amazon, it gets more resources and you see a lot more effort. 
Jim Appleton is president of the New Jersey Coalition of Automotive Retailers, a trade association that represents the interests of franchised new car and truck dealers in the state of New Jersey. I learned about it when the Hyundai dealers learned about it, which was when it was announced by Hyundai and Amazon. There are about 510 franchise locations in the state where dealers sell and service motor vehicles on behalf of various automakers. Appleton isn't a Hyundai dealer himself, but estimates there are about two dozen Hyundai dealers in the association he heads. Yeah, I'm really hard pressed to understand how this is anything more than just a new kind of lead generator type program. No different than Autotrader or Cars.com or any of the other lead generators that are, are well known to consumers out there. There are also other retailers, such as Costco, who offer a car buying service and offer fixed prices and often discounts to shoppers. Amazon is not like the others. There are certainly a lot that they bring to the table, right? They bring a reputation and they bring a lot of traffic. The way that investors think about Amazon is um, because they have such a good relationship with their customers, they can literally try to sell them anything. You know, as long as it's something that improves the experience that they had previously, they can attempt to sell any anything. Amazon also excels at logistics. Consider its rapid delivery times. A lot of customers also might prefer a haggle-free buying experience. One of the things when you purchase a, a new car is the negotiation of the price that consumers tend to dislike. Some get better, some get worse based on how good that they are or not in terms of negotiating. And so where Amazon can be a value, like what Costco has done over the years, is by layering in transparency in pricing. Finally, Amazon has access to massive amounts of capital. Analysts like Devitt think there are a few likely routes this could take. There are two big pieces to the car market, new and used. New cars are overwhelmingly sold by dealers, about 11.5 million of the 12 million sold through the third quarter of 2023. One possible route, Amazon acts like a lead generator for new cars, providing a platform for dealers to offer their vehicles. Dealers ultimately fulfill the sale, with Amazon adding further value wherever it can. But many speculate, and many dealers and investors worry, that Amazon could use this program to learn how to sell cars directly to customers. Amazon is an investor in Rivian, an EV maker that sells its vehicles directly online. There's been a lot of speculation about Amazon potentially launching its own EV or electric vehicle product. So, no, I think, you know, it's it, it's it's natural. It's just not going to happen. That's preposterous. But I can 100% see and understand the argument. Amazon is very focused on protecting our profitability, and they should be. At the same time, they're very focused on, on protecting the, the manufacturer's brands and their, and their turf. Amazon understands that. They didn't understand it in the beginning, but they understand it now. As companies like Tesla and Rivian have shown, bypassing dealers is tough. All 50 states have franchise laws dating back to the early days of the automotive business. They were designed to protect dealers from automakers competing with their own network once a dealership had established a presence in a local market. A third possible route is that Amazon moves into direct used car sales, like Carvana, currently the largest online seller of used vehicles. Those sales are not restricted by franchise laws. The used vehicle market, which averages somewhere between 35 and 40 million vehicles a year, is a highly fragmented industry. Large groups like Carvana and CarMax have about a 10% market share.
they could get more capital intensive and you know and do uh, more of the the used business because they think that opportunity to aggregate that 90% market share is so significant and um that they can do something better even if amazon or anyone intends to sell through dealers there are still some challenges with a totally online sales model first many consumers like to do some things in person in that McKinsey survey mentioned earlier, 44% of shoppers said they want to make a personal connection with someone selling a vehicle, and 40% said they want to be able to negotiate prices. Slightly less than a quarter said they want an entirely human-free experience. And they don't always like negotiating, and they don't and they don't really like waiting around. So I think the promise of digital is: can we move the, the parts that the customer doesn't like, or the parts that are inefficient, online, and still let them do some of the parts that they 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 like? in store. But there are still some unanswered questions. There are hard realities out there uh, that aren't in the control of the dealer and certainly aren't in the control of Amazon or Hyundai, uh, which are going to have to be dealt with. And it's just not clear yet how they're going to deal with all of those uh, issues. A lot of these issues are driven by regulations in different states and the requirements imposed by lenders. For example, some states and institutions allow documents to be signed online. Some require wet signatures on paper. The title industry within within the automobile industry is the most absurd uh, issue that I think we have in our industry today. It is an absolute disaster. Well, Amazon's a big company with a lot of levers that they can pull. And one of the projects that they'll tell you that I've asked to, to work on is how can we legitimize the title process in this industry and get rid of paper titles and, and, and all the government oversight that you have on all that baloney. How do we get rid of all of that? What I'm concerned about is that, you know, they're going to oversell what they offer and that they're going to leave the dealer with the hard and unpleasant task of delivering the bad news when the customer shows up at the showroom and finds out that it's not as simple as point, click and buy. It's not something that I hold, you know, that I have an uh, equity value component in the Amazon, um, you know, some of the parts or anything like that. I look at it and say, it's interesting. If it works, you know, it could be a big business for them. If they shut it down, it's it's a non-event. This is a this is a new uh, uh, adventure. Timelines can adjust. Uh, we could go sooner, we could go later. It just depends on how everything goes. But I'm pretty confident Amazon, I haven't seen them miss a deadline yet.